every time you go and get back up, you're getting a little bit better. And that's kind of how it's been for us. I really, I don't use that fear as a crutch. I use it as a tool. You can use it as a crutch and you can play the blame game and you can blame other people, but our life is really our responsibility. And I wanted to see how far I could go. It hasn't been so much a progression as a, as a series of stumbles into things that came along. It scares me to even say this because it's uncomfortable sometimes. Find partners that are accountable, that they can hold you accountable. If you're not there, be willing to make the change to go do it. We're doing what it takes and, and others aren't. Hey, this is the Bring Your Own Awesome miniseries, where we talk to cool people who are doing awesome things. I'm Dan Walchmidt, fearless leader of the Edgy Empire, and with me is my co-conspirator, Brock. Yeah, I'm Brock Edwards, and on Bring Your Own Awesome, we interview members of the community. We have a no-holds-barred conversation about their battle for success. So if you want to achieve a new level of success, join us at www.edgy.life. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's uh, Dan and Brock. And um, hey, Brock. Hey, How great are to be with you. I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, so it's Dan Walshman, of course, and Brock Edwards. Uh, this is uh, Bring Your Own Awesome. So I'm, I'm two for two so far, Brock. Good, good job. Good job. Got the name right. We uh, for a while I kept saying Bring Your Awesome, and uh, and then Brock had to uh, each time go like, dude, it's actually Bring Your Own Awesome. So we, we've done that well. <laughs> Uh, Today with us, we've got uh, uh, another awesome person we want to share with you, and um, his name's Jonathan Hairgrove. He's in the Empire. He's doing some incredible stuff. In fact, he joined us in Hollywood for the most recent Awesome Palooza, which is great because he lives like five miles down the road from me or like maybe 10 or 20. It's close. But we all flew like 7,000 miles, and all of this is only the slightest bit of an exaggeration, to all meet up in Hollywood. So, Jonathan... Tell me about that. Why the heck did you go all the way to Hollywood for Austin Palooza? Yeah, uh, so kind of funny, actually. So you, you were doing the, the book giveaway, and I was like, you know, I actually don't have a copy of this. Um, so I signed up for the book giveaway online, and then something popped up. It was like Radical Reboot, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that looks valuable. So I bought the course, started going through it. And then, um, you know, really one, you know, that, that led to us talking a little bit more and, and you invited me out and I was like, you know what, there's nothing like flying across the country to meet someone who you live in the same city with. So it seemed, it seemed viable. So, so that's awesome. So look, I'm cheating a little bit, um, you know, uh, because we are in the same city. Why don't you tell Brock and, and the rest of our community, actually you met Brock at Awesome Blues as well, but why don't you tell the rest of our community a little about who you are, what you're doing. Um, and uh, we'll start there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, live in Greer, actually. So same city, um, Greer, South Carolina down here. And I'm VP of sales for, um, Visiony, which is a software company as well as Gabby, which is a new company. Um, and I can get into that later. And then, um, I also have a side hustle, um, with a buddy called OTB. We actually call it OTB zone. And we never truly named it, could stand for outside the box, over the bridge, you know, any OTB phrase you really want. Uh, we were a little lazy when it came to that. So um, that's a fun side hustle. We're focused on 
solving uh, problems through solutions. And we focus on software on that. And it's more top to bottom than, than my day-to-day VP of sales. Um, so, so, yeah, so, that, so sorry, let me jump ahead. in there, Jonathan. So what kind of problems do you focus on solving? On the side hustle or all yeah. of the above? Uh, let's talk about the side hustle. Okay. Um, so it, it kind of started out where we, we started it together because people were coming to us because we were kind of like, you know, people who don't have the nephew or the grandson um, to help them do whatever that they need. Um, and then we, we dug into the problem instead of just like, hey, will you help me set up my social media or a website? Not our favorite, but of course we know how to do it in, you know, 18 minutes. And so we did it and then we found a couple other areas. But we also focused on scratching our own itch. So um, a good example is my buddy's a big disc golfer, and so he wanted to create a solution to make it a lot easier to run the different events that they have going on all the time, where there's payouts and rewards and, and all this different algorithm that goes into it. So that's you know, kind of one project we're working on that we could then obviously share with others, but you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pet project right now. So, so what, what's your big goal with a side hustle? Where would you like to see it at the end of the year? Um, so great question. Actually, um, in the last, probably since Awesome Palooza, this was a, a little bit of a jolt. At Awesome Palooza, it, it became more aware, right? Like we were limited in our bandwidth of we could take on amazing projects, but we're limited because it's a side hustle right now. So uh, being really careful and then looking at um, uh, out of Awesome Palooza came looking at subscription model. Um, so instead of just building software and saying, here you go, it's amazing. We'll maintain it for, you know, X peanuts a month, um, looking at, a, at building a solution or a subscription type service of giving additional value. And so I'm actually working on something around my day to day, which has to do with, um, SaaS and software sales and, and trying to build kind of a course for people who maybe went to college, shouldn't have gone to college or didn't go to college and are just kind of in dead end jobs and, and are searching, is there something better that I can actually make a living at? And so I'm kind of tossing around an idea to, to build a course around that. So um, to answer your long your question in a long answer, um, end of year for OTB, I would say, you know, I'd, I really want to finish up two of our pet projects that we're working on. Um, and uh, would really like to, to start or launch one large project that will impact the, the largest audience ooh, possible. Ooh. So that might, that might be a, Sorry, go ahead, Dan. I know somebody who's got a large audience. I know someone who has a large <laughs> audience. <laughs> yeah, that might have been a baited question a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. So, so potentially work with um, Dan and I have, have kind of had very prelim talks since Awesome Palooza. Obviously, you know, a lot of things that have come out was because I was there. Um, not only the things that I learned, but the people I was able to meet, connections, and just start a conversation. Where it leads could be anywhere, or it could be nowhere, right? But at least I'm having a conversation I wasn't having before. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that, that's awesome. And, and you know what was amazing about that? Uh, I, I'm looking at the sheet of paper, Jonathan, that Brock and Kat had us go through, small steps to big results worksheet. Yep. And it's been on my desk and I've got, I've got one thing in career, one thing in finance, one thing in health. One thing, and I can't, I can't, it's really hard to explain it to somebody who wasn't at Austin Palooza. Like that little workshop. Oh my gosh. Like that little time was, 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 was amazing. So talk to me in like common sense terms about your, this side hustle. Cause it, you just, it just sprang out and I know you, you're a hard charger. 
We've talked on the phone before just about you know sales and business and growth. Um, you're you're busting your butt. You're working a lot of hours, doing a lot of stuff, building relationships, traveling to get to, for your for your you know I'll call it day job. All of a sudden, you're doing two or three or five things on a side hustle. Like balancing that's that's got to seem like a challenge, almost an impossibility. It does, yeah. So those all of those thoughts rush into my head every single day. Like, what the hell are you doing? So thank you for pointing that out. No, um, so it, it's like it's made me by by design. I have to figure out um, what we call sprints. So on our own pet projects, and then when a project comes along that has, hey, this means more for us. Let's put the pet project to the side. Like we don't have hard deadlines for our pet projects. Um, for, for better, for worse, right? Um, I, I think for better, when something comes along where it's an opportunity, we say, okay, we're going to set this to the side and put our focus on this project. It's also, um, it's, it's tough because there's so many, and you mentioned this, Dan, maybe the other day, is like, you can talk to anybody and want to help them find value, think that you can help them move forward, whatever the case is, right? And it's the same with us when we, when we have a conversation Great example. We go to this little Italian place in Greer that we love, and we've been going there for I don't know six months. My buddy and I every day for lunch, nearly every day, and we're like, you know, it'd be really cool if we could, you know, show the menu online to our friends. Do you have a website? And he's like, no, I had a bad experience, and we're like, you know what, dude? Can we just help you out, maybe for some trade out? Like, we don't want money, just give us some free food. And so we did that, right? It's like old guy, awesome food. We would just want to help him out more so for us, so that we can you know, place the order a little easier or whatever the case is. So we have these conversations and it comes out. And in the end, um, I have to figure out, um, you know, oftentimes I kind of forget myself in there. It's like, all right, how can I help? How can I help? And, and um, I got, I got uh, advice from a mentor. He's like, you know, it's okay to be greedy for yourself once in a while. And, you know, even though I'm working a ton, it feels like I'm greedy for, you know, money or whatever the case may be. But in reality, I'm just, you know, so focused on if I solve somebody else's problem that it will, I will ultimately take care of myself. And without asking for money, that never happens, right? So I, I, you, I fall into those valleys where you have to prioritize, as everybody always says. But in reality, um, like my pet project is really important to us because we know that there's an audience for it. But at the same time, when someone comes along, it's like, hey, we're happy to pay you money to help us with this and you can solve it, you know, doing your great work, then, then you've got to put that to the side and say, okay, let's, let's move forward here. So, so when you, you, you look around at people, you know, a lot of people uh, want a side hustle or, or want to even try and figure out how to change their career, go in a different direction. Uh, but so f- sometimes they just can't get off the launching pad. You know, they think about it, they talk about it, they do a ton of research just from your observations, you know, what, what gets in people's way and, and how could they get out of their own way? Yeah, it's a great question. So um, my dad actually um, probably got me into side hustles way back when I was really little. And, like we kind of knew I was destined to, to be in sales. Um, he was always looking for something else. And we've gone through everything. Like we've gone through looking at franchises, you know, the, the MLMs, the direct sales. We've gone through so much. Um, and, and you reach a point where you're like, you know, I'm either burning bridges or, you know, not building relationships I want. And then you move on to something else, or you try to do something, you don't learn it. You don't have the the bandwidth to learn everything you need to know to take on this, this, uh, new business you've never heard anything about. And so you, you know, it probably falls by the wayside. So I've been 
you know, trying to solve this and answer this for myself. So I stayed where I, I knew best, right? So I'm in software and I stayed in that lane. A lot of people don't do that, right? So they'll, they're engineers by day and then they'll go, you know, they're in an amazing cover band by night or something, right? Very different. Uh, for me, I stayed in software because um, I have a broad swath of experience there. <clears throat> so software made sense, but it also gave me the opportunity to, to you know, really expand on what I wanted to do. Like, I'm, you know, I sell software, but I don't get to um, be the implementer of it and, and solve from the ground up. It's kind of like, hey, we found this problem, we solved it, go sell it. So I wanted to, to do the entire uh, encompass of that. Um, but the advice side is, is tricky um, because you know, that's why I sit down with people and they're like, hey, I wanna, I'm, I'm working on this, trying to solve this problem, or I want to do this, I want more money, whatever the case is. And I say, you, know, it, you really got ha- to sit down with someone and have that conversation. You can't just say, you know, I'm going to do this and it's going to be successful. You need to sit down and, and dig deep. Like you've got to get very freaking honest with yourself if you if you want to be successful. Yeah. So sorry Brock, go ahead. No, no, okay. So uh, you know kind of kind of building on that, uh you, you know, being an entrepreneur, having a side hustle, you know, there, there's a lot of glitz and shininess put on that these days. But what what's kind of the the living the dream downside as you're doing it? Cuz you know, we we know you got kids, you got dogs, you know, you you, you got a life, you got two <laughs> two jobs on top of it. You know, what what what's the what's the gritty downside or the what what makes you wake up and go oh man I got this again? Yeah, um, for me, I, I've rarely lived a life where I wake up and and I'm like oh man I got to go to this job. And if I ever felt that way, you know, I was confident in, enough in myself to go find something where if I wake up every day, like you know, I'm I'm super lucky. I wake up every day and I come to a VP of sales job. And it's a small company, so I do impact things. I um, kind of build my own team and, and have a lot of sway here. And I have that strive to always better myself. And so I'm, I'm good at that. I'm working to get better, and et cetera. Um, so I wake up with that desire. Um, the, the struggle on the, on the side hustle side is, you know, when I go home, I've got my wife and, and the boys were trying to adopt and all the, you know, shit that goes with that. And, and then, you know, just family comes into town, my family that lives here. So there's all this other stuff. And my wife is like, you know, can you be around a little more? Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a juggle of, okay, once the boys and she goes to bed, then, you know, take two, three hours before you go to bed and, and work on that. Um, or the weekends. And then, you know, so it, it's not, you know, the glitz and glam for me is not there, right? Um, it's not like I pressed a button and magically, you know, making all this money. You know, I'm working hard to, to just build a very small um, residual income for myself. And it's not easy. Like people would probably say, I'm an idiot to keep doing this, but, you know, it's something I'm good at and I love. So, so I hear you, you saying, know, here's what I'm saying. I hear you saying in nice ways. I'm trying to get the side hustle off the ground. We're not really making a lot of money a little bit right now. Um, and, you know, look, I, I've got three kids, two dogs, two bunnies, one cat, right? You know, <laughs> wife uh, who's out running and having uh, crepes with her friends right now. Um, and, um, and 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 you're balancing all this out. I mean, you know, talk to me about the home situation. Does Is, is your wife like, hey, go pursue your dream? Or is it like, look, dude, we got to work on this. This is causing relationship issues. This is causing challenges. I think a lot of people in the group tell me, 
I want to do this, but you know, my wife has a problem with me, you know, working this much. Is that a problem for you? Yeah. So it's, it, it, it used to be. So, um, I did a startup, um, when I moved to Greenville about five, six years ago, and it literally was 24 seven. Um, and, and that was probably the biggest strain on a relationship. And the fact of how it ended, she's like, you know, I kind of told you. And so I should have listened to her because it ended poorly, like how most startups do um, as as far as exit and stuff. So I should have listened to her. But at the same time, she was supportive. Right. So um, we just had to work through some of the the top layer stuff. It wasn't like, hey, it's me or uh, she's she, you know, she would never do that. She understands why I do what I do before when it was just me, like before her and I got together when it was just me, it was like, you know, I want money. Cause that's all, that's the only thing I really had was to, to chase that. Then when her and I came together, I was like, all right, I want money because I want to do X, Y, Z, take her here, do this. And so I had a little bit more when we got the boys. Now it's like, well, geez, okay. I want this. I want them to, you know, they're, they're coming out of a rough foster care situation or rough situation um, with the family. And so we're trying to adopt them. And so I want to create an experience for them where they, experience life to the fullest. And in order to do that, I have to work my ass off in both my day job and my side hustle. Um, and, and so, you know, no, you know, she's always been supportive and yes, there's been strains, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. And she'd be the first one to tell you. Um, but she's been extremely supportive and now she reminds me, right. It's not, Hey, you know, dumb shit, stop doing this. It's, Hey, don't forget, like she knows how my brain works. Thankfully, um, after almost seven years of marriage, she knows how my brain works and, and says, Hey, I put it on your calendar. I put it on your work calendar. So now you have to be here for this thing. That's a smart move. Uh, so, smart move. so she gets me. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've been talking a, a lot, a lot about this and you know, that there is the gritty reality and then there's the big dream. So what is like one thing you would recommend people do just to, to, if they wanted a side hustle, you know, What's the one thing they can do to get started? Yeah, so I for for me it was set realistic goals. Um, you know, like I'm I've never been thought of as a as a short dreamer or you know somebody that doesn't have huge lofty goals. Um, but at the same time, when I don't obtain those, then I get pissed off and all this. So I came into the realization of, all right, I got to set realistic goals if I want to get to you know point A to get to point B to get to this amazing place that I see for myself. Um, so realistic, what goals, is realistic? Like realistic. Jonathan, let me, yeah. What's realistic. Cause I mean, I think that's different for each of us. Absolutely. So, I mean, it, it literally might be taking one bill and saying, I want to pay that bill through side hustle money. And legitimately I've done this before for myself. Like when I want a side hustle, it might not be starting a, a full on business. It might be, you know, going garage selling, getting products and reselling, which I've done, you know, 99% of my life. I've gone, found something, or I see something, you know, so like, you know, my uncle's basement. And I was like, hey, what, what are you using that? Like, that's, I could probably get some money for that. He goes, yeah, if you want to sell it, we'll split it 50 50. And I was like, eh, you know, I'll give you 20 bucks for it. He goes, okay. And I went and sold it for like 65 bucks, right? So that can be something that's a side hustle too. Like, side hustle doesn't have to be, oh, I'm starting an LLC and I'm, I've got to go get an office space. And like, that's not side hustle. Side hustle is, whatever you want to provide, whatever you need or whatever you, you want down the path for yourself. Like find one bill it could be fricking Netflix and say, I'm going to pay Netflix every damn month with side hustle money. I'm not going to touch what I bring in for my day job and then pay another bill. Mm. 
that's awesome. Yeah, that that is incredible advice. You know what's funny, Brock? I don't think I've ever heard that advice on launching side hustle. Have you? No, no, not a bit. But you know, it makes total sense. I mean, that that breaks it down to the real simple reality. Like, make nine bucks a month to cover Netflix. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And for all, for all of you listening, like that might be the the best advice I've ever heard for how to launch your side hustle. Take one bill, make a Netflix, nine bucks, 10 bucks, 11 bucks, whatever you're paying. And just every month, that's going to be your thing. So, okay, Jonathan, how can we help? How can the empire help you uh, with your side hustle, taking it to that next level? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bad at, at, um, at this aspect. I probably should be better. Um, so I, I think what's one thing you're looking for? What are you looking for? You're looking for people to hire you. You're looking for people to join with you to help you develop, to write code, relationships, referrals, prospects. I think I think the the biggest thing that that I would that I would want, and I, I haven't tested this, so maybe they're open to it already. Um, is like uh, you know this this new um, thing that I'm working on for a subscription type model to to help those people because I I went to college and dropped out. This is where it's coming from. Um, and had to find my way, but I have a different mentality than probably ninety-eight percent of Americans or, or people in the world do, for that matter. Um, and and so what I want to do is help give them a leg up. You know, I, I've had incredible experience myself. I want to take that experience, di- digest it into you know, kind of like a course where they can go get that experience and then use that as a leverage to get a job, whatever, whatever. Um, so, so how can the empire help you two x that? If yeah, so I I think if I were to put together something and say, hey, give me your feedback, you know, like a Google survey kind of thing, give me your feedback. And if they can, you know, give me the honest feedback, both from their perspective, but also like if I said, my target audience is, you know, 17 year olds to 29 year olds, um, you know, um, or get me in front of those, those kind of people and say, here's, here's how we could help. Um, on the software side, like, like we're kind of, our bandwidth is limited on the projects, but I freaking love, like I get a high off of this, having conversations around helping people solve, even if it's not us solving it. I might say, like the other day I told someone, they're like, hey, I got a quote for $50,000 for this project. And I was like, dude, can you give me six months? Please don't spend that money. It like, I would charge you max $7,000 and I would get you an MVP faster than anybody else. So sometimes just that conversation can be helpful in, in two ways. That's incredible. That's incredible. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, so, um, for all of you listening, I think you could agree that we could talk to Jonathan all day. Unfortunately, like all great podcasts, we have to leave you hanging so that you'll come back for the next one, right? So, but Jonathan's in the community. He's active. You can find him. He's talking. He's sharing. He's adding notes. He's part of Awesome Palooza. Um, and, 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 and so go find him and talk with him, as you can tell. If you're in need of ideas or a tad bit of energy, right, Brock? A, a tad bit of energy. This is the. I'm surprised That's you're not right. a runner, Jonathan. I mean, <laughs> listen, like you, you've got all this. I've got the runner high without the runner. I, maybe maybe that's what that. you uh, you're bringing to the group. I don't know. So uh, for all of you listening, listen, come back to another episode. As you know, we're doing some incredible stuff inside the Empire. We talk about bringing your own awesome. You heard how to do that today. Go take a bill. Say I'm going to pay this with side hustle money. Side hustle money could be going to a garage sale, grabbing a sign. That's, you know, $2 and all rusty, taking it home, shining it up, cleaning it up, uh, taking it to eBay and selling it for 65 or 70. So there's no excuse not to have a side hustle. And it's as easy uh, as what Jonathan just shared. I, I imagine you have more to share with us about that, Jonathan, huh? Yeah, a few more. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. 
If you're the sort of person who is always looking to surround yourself with champion-grade awesomeness, like that last interview Brock and I shared with you, go to edgy.life and join us. That's www.edgy.life. Take your personal and professional game, your life, to that next level of awesomeness. See you there. Ooh.